This is Noodles, and alongside me is Andy. What up? And this is Buds in a Joint. Woo! Buds in a Joint, Buds in a Joint. Very excited. Our first episode. Thank you guys for joining. I hope you're contaminating the air alongside us. This scythe includes a feature of chrome cake and purple sea. High potencies, which we love. <laughs> um, what's up? What's up? Happy so whatever day it is. Happy whatever day it plays. Yeah, yeah, whatever day it plays. Very exciting. So what is going on? What brings you to love cannabis as we do? Cannabis. Well, to me, I had to... It was a slow love and feeling with it because I didn't smoke it like that in high school, but... After high school, I just got kind of dragged into it. Like, come on, just smoke, man, just smoke. And then it just got to the point where I was just smoking every day. Like, all my friends were doing it. Well, let me take a hit. <laughs> good, good. So, so peer yeah. pressure, not really peer pressure. It sounds like peer pressure. Yeah, peer pressure. I did it a few times in high school. The uh, first time was, I think we smoked it out of a what, an aluminum foil piece or whatever they are kind of creative engineering over there back in high school this was classic yeah what oh three oh four yeah a step below the apple bong yeah showing, <laughs> showing my age real quick <laughs> yeah a step below the apple bong but yeah smoked it a few times here and there mostly drank but once i got into college that's how i really got into it and then that's how i made great connections through it so and i bet i'm not the only person who made a bunch of connections just through cannabis. So. A lot of my good friends are smokers, and I have the best relationships with the smokers who I could just get a fucking scythe going, speak yep. our truth, mm-hmm. get our emotions out. It's definitely a, a bonding moment, but also, like, not only bonding, it's like a peace moment. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just coming to peace with somebody else and their thoughts, which I'm obsessed yeah. with. Exactly. Because truths come out with, exactly. when the blind is lit. Yeah. People open up. <laughs> So, people think about things, people create things. It's it's one definitely used for, not just for recreational use, but... Yeah. Some of the best papers I wrote, high as hell, I, again, go back and read them, and I'm like, holy shit, this is brilliant. I really created this. <laughs> but it's so good. Like, you are so creative. You're not really thinking about what's always in the forefront of your mind, but I feel like you're also unconsciously digging into your subconscious which Mm -hmm. allows you to really be more open Mm -hmm. which is a great thing it's something that we need to do more yeah so with me like that's kind of like the opposite how it was at first like with me it's like as soon as i smoke i don't want to do shit (laughs) it's like my body's telling me it's like all right we're ready to settle down and it's eight o'clock in the morning and i'm like fuck (laughs) (laughs) wake and bakes are different wake and bakes are back to sleep bakes well, I feel like in, yeah, at first good. you always have those trial and errors where you're kind of like, this may not work for me. Maybe I prefer a blunt over a bong. Maybe I prefer a joint over a blunt. Whatever it is that you prefer. Um, also, I feel like adds to your high or gives you a different high. Like me, Dutch masters all the way. I don't get high if I'm not smoking a Dutch. I try to be very open-minded with other wraps. But even with the game, 
the the wrap itself, the leaf is too thick for me, and I I like that it lasts longer, That's but it's like yep. harsher. That was one of the one things that we loved back in college because it just lasted so long, and then it just got to the point that we just transferred over to Dutch Masters, and we would even this is when Dutch Masters had the clear wrapping, so you could actually yes. see the cigar, and then before the plastic, yeah, exactly for the blue uh, the blue label, but um. Well, even the hard plastic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cases. Yeah. Well, were they only for like the strawberry and grape type? I think it was just for those, but I know for the vanilla ones, they actually had the clear plastic, and we used to take the little pieces uh, where I actually had the the logo and hang it up around the dorm room, see how many would fill up by the end of the year. So, was the but, room filled? No, we just said fuck it and just stopped doing it because we just knew we were just gonna get over it. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, no, Dutch mat Dutch all the way. All the way. In undergrad, I remember I was hanging out with these gentlemen. It was four gentlemen who somehow were always the people that were along for the scythe, but never initiated the scythe, meaning Uh, they never rolled. Yeah. So I took it upon myself to teach the community how to roll a fucking blunt. (laughs) I definitely had a class. I'm teaching them how to roll it with the same tobacco that it comes with. Each one took a blunt. I had them pay for it, of course, because I'm not wasting my money on good duchess mm-hmm. for not good purposes. Yeah. So they did it. I don't know if they still know how to roll today, but... Well, I know. that For me, that's... Yeah, in college, they, they wouldn't even let me roll. They were like, nah, fuck that. You take too long. So it was the worst. They were all, like, loose, and everyone was getting mad and stuff so it was like nah you know what i'm not gonna roll but then it, it came down to the point where it's like all right fuck it you need to roll and then yeah thank god because they were loose and bad but you improved it improved practice makes perfect yeah because back then even with that low skill level i was like helping people out get bud and it's like yo can you roll for us like, <laughs> shit, we'll let you smoke and it's like all right fine <laughs> low skill levels yeah, that's it that's it so it improved improve i think that's the best way too to get like a scythe without intending to get a scythe Mm -hmm. and get the whole Mm -hmm. where's the plug at let me go get the dutch let me figure it all out who's smoking with me like before you get all that going just offer your services and there you are yep along for adventure everyone smokes now though everybody now and as a medical marijuana patient, the dispensaries are fucking packed. People are out here, and the diversity in the dispensaries are very interesting. Yep, I saw them walking in, the whole walk of life. <laughs> walks of life. All different. I thought they were closed at one point. But... but I think it's representative in who we smoked. Like, in high school, I had my smoking crews, and they were various crews, right? Like, I had... The people I just fucked with, like, on a regular. Like, they were my homies that we always just smoked together with. Mm-hmm. But then I had my, you know, my Caucasians who I loved so much, so dearly. And we would always find ourselves in a trail smoking somewhere mm-hmm. with a group of us. And it would be such a great time. Like, each crew, smoking crew, quote-unquote, came with a different experience, I also feel like. Yeah. And I'm so appreciative of that because that was amazing. That was so amazing. Yeah. Those... Abandoned little lakes and reservoirs. <laughs> yeah, see, out in the country. At, but no, it was in the middle of the town. Okay. Like, 
<laughs> it was just a hidden gem a couple streets over from the main street. Like, a hidden gem that, thank goodness for those sites, I became more aware of this, like, beauty right there. So you're smoking a beauty while watching a beauty. It's just a wonderful thing. Yeah, what's your favorite strain to date? The first time I ever got White Widow, it came in a plastic container. This was the first time I ever got weed in a plastic container. With the crystals, not like you didn't need to flash a, a flashlight over it. Like the crystals were shimmering. It was like a Christmas tree. Yeah. This bitch was beautiful. Like my friend was driving. She thought she saw somebody in a bicycle in front of us. So we're driving way below speed limit. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me take over. <laughs> Five minutes within the drive, I'm starting to see spiders out of the light shadow because <laughs> it's a night drive. So it it was a different high. <laughs> we haven't had those kind of hallucinations before. Our highs were always pretty mellow. It was always a piff, regular shit. This is when things started to get more exciting. The strains were starting to show color over here. And that white widow was... Something I will never forget. Like, what a beauty. Nah, I never had White Widow. I've seen it. I've seen it on TV. And when it's around, I'll bring it. The magazines. It is so gorgeous. It just, it's a crystal beauty, like, right there. Like, that nug is just something else. Mm-hmm. So What's your favorite? My favorite. I can't even say I have a favorite. It's just been a whole little, de- a lot of different strains lately. And then, obviously, back then, it's like people had sour, people had, like, people had haze, like, and, um, what is it? Was it purple fucking, uh, purple daddy kush? I don't know. Purple kush was always around. I feel Grand like daddy purple. <laughs> Granddaddy purple, one of those. <laughs> it's probably something called that now, but <laughs> it's that exact strain. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, what I liked recently was when I was in Vegas. Uh, we went to a dispensary out there, right down by our hotel, and then there was one called the uh, Mandarin Mint. Were the dispensaries, like, all over the strip? Did you feel like they were, like... Because when I went, it was just starting. So, like, I was in the outskirts. I wasn't even in Vegas. So, are the dispensaries, like, I would imagine a liquor store would be in Vegas? Like, just every other corner? across from one, basically. Because it was, yeah, it was on the corner. Okay. Around the corner of, uh... Because we stayed at SLS. And then there was the... Not the um, world's largest uh, gift shop. That plaza there. It's just the plaza and the whole thing's a gift shop, basically. Okay. And then right there off, off that corner. And then it opened at 10 a.m. Went in there. It was just kind of like, uh, you know, just a just regular setup. Just uh, nothing really too fancy about it. But you could ask what, which one, which strain you wanted. It just popped up and I saw Mandarin Mint. Ooh. Mandarin, like any citrus derived strain, is also my new feed. Yeah, it was like one of those like premier hot like hybrids or something. It was, I think it was almost, and it was a forty dollar, and it was a four gram eighth. Oh wow! Yeah, it was four gram eighth. So four gram eighth. What was the price? 
What was the price? I think it was probably 50 something, maybe. 50? Okay. <clears throat> I guess I I'm so. a little bit okay with it, with the fact that it's four grams. Mm -hmm. Still a little steep compared to street prices, but yeah, I but mean, if you want that grams. quality. Yeah. But, and then I forgot what he had, but it was really good. I showed my boys, and he was like, because uh, he has a low tolerance. And then it's like, I showed him that he's like, nah, I'm going to sleep. He's like, I'm, going, I'm not smoking that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not smoking that. Was it a sativa dominant? No, it was a hybrid. Oh. Yeah, it was good. But, nice. Oh, yeah, but I, I don't remember which one it was. I think it was probably more sativa. Did it have a lot of edible selections when you went to the dispensary? Cartridges, nah, I wax. Even, I didn't even check it. I didn't even check it out. I just wanted there just to get some herb. Just get in, get out. Because I was on a budget already since I was in Vegas. No, yeah, Vegas, definitely. no joke. Casino over dispensary. I hear you. I hear you. Casino. Shit. Nightlife over dispensary. You know, we all have our priorities. <laughs> Lost money in that casino. That trip, I was pissed. But. Let's not bring negative vibes yeah. into the <laughs> podcast here. <laughs> nope, that's it. Um, okay, Vegas. See, I just went to Boston this past weekend. I'm extremely devastated I didn't go to the dispensary. The one dispensary that was available um, only had two strains available, which was interesting. One was a CBD strain and the other one was an indica dominant. But all the dispensaries seem to be close to, like, Boston, the inner city itself. Yeah. Then we were trying to go to one on the way out, which was a, a medicinal and recreational. But that shit was closed on a Sunday, so bad news bears. And, yeah, the streets were better. <laughs> the streets were better. So... I like the fact that there are a lot of states nearby that we're able to go and easily locate for the recreational purposes. It's mm -hmm. difficult that we have to go outside of state to do that mm -hmm. and feel safe about it. I mean, yes, even as a patient myself, I still feel like who's going to come and ask me questions and why do I even have to respond to these questions knowing that I'm legal? Yeah. Like, fuck out of my face yeah. in the most simplest terms but they're still gonna ask questions we still live in a predominantly white and like area so those like red flags are gonna pop up even in my neighborhood <laughs> where there's only two hispanic um um communities in the neighborhood and that's it with everybody else is white so even in my neighborhood i feel very weird about smoking at times although again medical marijuana patient it shouldn't be this difficult. Well, definitely, I'm looking forward to the other episodes where we discuss other travel. Travel is one of my favorite hobbies, and to combine it with cannabis can always be challenging. Yeah. Yeah. But and there's I, some places that, in, that welcome it. Yeah, and some that don't. <laughs> so you have to, like, tread lightly. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I didn't even know when I went. I went to the Philippines. And then over there, that was, uh, they, they don't even play with that, with, with marijuana. 
No, it's very, like, in Asian countries, I feel like, and other um, areas, Mm -hmm. it's such a taboo topic. It's a taboo drug, despite it being involved and embedded in our religious, like, context as a healer. Like, in the beginning, like, the beginning centuries, like, that was, like, embedded. And somehow we're still having this mentality where, like, weed is just so negative like oh my god the psychedelic feature no let's focus on the cbd feature which is driving everybody nuts on the streets right now like that medicinal factor that everybody is seeking and are going to these recreational states for because it helps with whatever disease they have is the money maker that's where we're like really gonna go into a holistic way of thinking like without always going to pills these methadone clinics are not cool. <laughs> and we're seeing more of them pop up. <laughs> so I'd rather a, a, a house where you could smoke weed at. It's a cafe, mm-hmm. weed cafe over a methadone clinic. Because over there, yeah, they don't play with that. Because I had my weed pen over there. This was before all the, with, uh, with this going on, with this whole vape situation and stuff. But yeah. This was, what, last year, year and a half ago? And then I had a pen out there. Only time I used it was at the apartment. And then, uh, and then I brought it out once, but, but that was just in the, that was crazy too, because in the Philippines, there's, obviously, there's a mix of, obviously, colors too, but only people working in the malls, like, with jobs... Yeah, we got to answer it. (laughs) 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 Oh man. Uh, Oh, that was funny. But Uh, see, and I travel frequently with my pen. I take it out in public more than I should. Yeah. But then I also feel like you're not going to ask me any questions. And if you do, I can easily tell you with a straight face, this isn't easy. And then if you see me smoking a cigarette, I could then say, well, you see, that's why I have the e-cig. I, too, I smoke too many cigarettes. <laughs> Yo, let me save you less. Uh, that's what you would tell somebody? or Yeah, that's what I would say to somebody. Sure. Yeah. I wouldn't because I would keep my fucking cigarettes. <laughs> I'm not maintaining anybody else's habits. No, no, no. Cigarettes are bad for you people. Just remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to stop you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yay. Yeah. This is, this is great. I hope you guys will follow us and join us. Um, you can follow me at Canoodles, and that's C-A-N-N-O-O-D-L. Easy. Okay, that's me. Oh, okay. Andy. <laughs> All right, and I'm Andy. <laughs> that's me. Uh, what's your at name? No. You don't want people to follow you. <laughs> you can follow our Instagram at. They'll find out. Buds in a joint, and that's literally as you hear it. Buds in a joint, and then you'll hear from us soon. Mm-hmm. Well, we welcome you to join us to be the co-pilot on our spaceship.
Yes, I'm quoting Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, sayonara.